0: Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming
1: together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People,
0: All right, welcome everybody to Rise Up For You, Workplace Solutions, where people matter. I'm so excited today to be joined by Brian Starr, the CEO and the president of the Irvine Chamber. So I know I'm a little bit early. Sometimes I do this around 5 p.m. PST time, but we wanted to jump in early today. So again, super excited to have you here. I would love for you to get to know our guests today. So, Brian, I'm going to pass over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the great work that you're doing.
1: Well, thank you, Nita. Thank you for having me here. I'm uh, very happy to be able to talk to your audience. And <clears throat> I've seen uh, some of the previous podcasts, and you've had some some great uh, individuals speaking. So I'm I'm honored to be in that in that company. Um, <clears throat> so I am the president and CEO of the Greater Irvine Chamber. I've been there uh, just shy of four years. Um, And previous to that, I was senior uh, vice president for the Orange County Business Council, mostly handling handling external affairs, government affairs, government relations and public policy and politics. Um, And then prior to that, I was the CEO of the Building Industry Association, which is the association representing uh, the home builders uh, here in Orange County. So um, I've been in association management for about 15, 16 years now. And um, I am surrounded by an incredible team, an incredible board of directors, and uh, really very lucky to be able to serve my community in this capacity. So it's, uh, it's been a, a fun ride, and uh, we continue to evolve as an organization. Obviously, we'll probably get into some of that. Um, the, the economy uh, here is, is very diverse. and continues to thrive. So we are afforded. Uh, the opportunity to be very well resourced and and actually uh, move the ball forward on um, you know how we advance the Irvine master plan. So that, that's really, in a nutshell, our, our mission uh, is to enhance the economic vitality of greater Irvine. And so everything we do is related to economic development and surrounds that mission statement.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. So, you know, I'm a part of the Irvine chamber and You know, a lot has happened in the last year and you have a pretty extensive background when it comes to leading organizations, leading people, leading the community. So, you know, I'd love to hear your take, especially now in the last year, there's been quite a bit that's happened. What does leadership look like now and moving forward? Is it different than it was pre-COVID? And what do you think are top leadership qualities that we really need to start using moving forward?
1: Well, I, I, I'm not sure that leadership changes necessarily. I think that people adapt. Um, you know, leadership, in my view, is uh, the ability to lift up those around you, uh, not only organizations, but people in, in, in particular. Um, you know, the favorite, my favorite part of my job is um, helping to foster growth within my own team, watching individuals go from, um, you know, maybe an administrative role to advancing into executive leadership and strategic thinking. Um, the basics of leadership, I don't think change uh, much, um, but I do think that the challenges that arise for leaders um, obviously are, are dynamic and so that's been the, the biggest challenge for me is <clears throat> trying to adapt to different aspects of um, how our organization addresses issues or problems, but also how you know I work with my team and how they work with their, their individuals that they work with, whether they be volunteers or direct reports, um, in you know making sure that we preserve and foster a company culture um, that can be adaptive and and I, I know we hear the word pivot all the time um, in, in, this, in this COVID pandemic, but um, being able to be um, that kind of a, a transitional leader and being responsive to the needs of, of the people that uh, rely on us every day. Um, that's really been, um, you know, something that is heavy on me um, on a daily basis, just to make sure that you know I'm giving the tools to the people that that rely on me to be able to be successful.
0: Absolutely. And so, is there any quality that just comes to mind right off the bat that that you've had to, I guess, grow or or really move through during this time? I know a lot of leaders that we work with more recently have said really working on that empathy muscle, right? Because now more than ever, empathy has to come to the forefront for, for leaders. Anything for you that comes to mind?
1: Um, sure, empathy is is one of them. I think that, um, you know, for me, uh, is trying to understand, and I guess it goes goes back to empathy, trying to understand the needs and the, the various challenges that people might be dealing with on a personal level that um, you don't necessarily know in the workplace. Um, you know, people's pri- the things that they're dealing with um, outside and and apart from their own um, responsibilities within the organization. Um, And giving flexibility, I think, is is really important, making sure that people know that um, they're they're supported in having to deal with those personal endeavors and um, giving more flexibility to them as they they enter the workplace and try to do more with less, frankly. I mean, we have our team, uh, unfortunately, had to contract because of the pandemic, and so we have a lot of individuals that have taken on, all of them have taken on more work, um, and it, it can be very stressful, I think, for, um, for the team. So, um, you know, really trying to foster that team culture, really trying to make sure that they know that the, the people in executive leadership are supportive of them and, you know, want to make sure they have the tools they, they need to get through life outside of work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're speaking our language, right? Company culture, people matter. People are the professional. It goes both ways. So I love that. Um, you know, I know you're doing a lot, of, a lot of great work with small businesses, local businesses, and you're making a very positive impact. And I know for me that, you know, when some of these challenges arise, like my go-to is the chamber. Like what's the news? What's going on? How do we adapt? So can you talk to us a little bit about some of the positive um, influence and changes that you've had over the past year on um, businesses in particular like what are some great things that you guys are up to doing
1: so we're like everybody else i mean we we have to learn as we go there's been um you know the way that we do business is different at the chamber um it's uh it's very starkly different than what we're used to um i think our members um, miss being together they miss being uh, able to network and and share ideas um in a face-to-face setting i mean we certainly do everything virtually now uh, I think you're my, uh, this is the first, fifth time I've been on camera today, uh, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, that's, that's you know, what we're dealing with now. So <clears throat> I think some of the positive things we've been able to do for the com- community is really partner with the city on um, getting resources for small businesses that, um, you know, reaching out to them instead of them having to go search and reach out for us. Um, wh- whether you're a member of the chamber or not, if you're a business in the greater Irvine area, we want to make sure that you have at least access to or understanding of the tools that are available to you, um, whether it be small business grants or PPP loans or um, just an understanding of what the regulations and rules are. Um, we've really been a hub for that and continue to be. Um, our ambassadors have been uh, champions for us. As we speak, you uh, know, we are doing a business outreach rally and that is um, you know, being done virtually at this point in a survey capacity where normally we would go door to door and just cold call businesses to, to gather data to find out <clears throat> what their needs are and what their challenges are. Um, if there's a, an opportunity for the, the chamber to step in and help them with a regulatory problem or, or a tax problem or something like that, um, it, that's now being done virtually. And um, we're, we're going to see how it goes. It, it's, it's a test because we we've done it differently in the past. But the data that we gather from that really gives us an understanding of the ecosystem that we're in. And, um, you know, it even alerts us to businesses that may be unfortunately closing down and going out of business. Um, But it does, it creates a, a, I think a baseline or a standard for what we can, how we understand what our business community needs. Uh, That's a a Herculean effort. Um, The programming that we do, is, you know, different from how it used to be, you know, large extravagant events with high production quality in a hotel ballroom with, you know, 600 people uh, has now uh, translated into a, uh, an online forum. And we've had success with that in trying to provide provide the, the um, content that's relevant <clears throat> for the times that we're living in right now. And the, the reach has been strong. And I think the the response has been Solid, but I appreciate what you said that when you need to know what's going on, you come to us as a resource, and that's really what we strive to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a community, right? And it's so important. And, you know, especially for a business owner myself, I'm a small business owner, but there's times where I'm like, I don't know which way to go. <laughs> where can I get my resources? So, you know, chambers for me and my team are really important, and you're really doing a community, not only resources, but also people, like minded people that you can connect with and and kind of just gauge what's going on. So very appreciative of of all of that. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview. is one of my favorite parts and just do like some quick rapid questions. The first one being, um, if you can leave the world with one final message, I like to call it the golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be to us?
1: Well, I think that people need to understand that your greatest resource is your people so any any leader in an executive position um, I think needs to spend if not ma- the majority of their time almost all of their time making sure that their people feel like they are empowered to, to make decisions to to be leaders in their own right and then also to lift up those that you know may be right behind them on their coattails um, I think it's really important for executive leadership in particular to make sure that the next generation is given uh, not management but leadership and you know, lift, lift your hand down the ladder and pull somebody up behind you.
0: I love that. Thank you, great response. And one of your team members, Tammy, is, is writing positive things about you right now. <laughs> that's great leadership on your end. Um, and then I also want to, next question for you is, what's one value for you that's just a non-negotiable, something that you always stand and live by?
1: Um, well, there's, there's many, if I had to pick one, I think that I would say, uh, and I'll go back to just the thematic, you know, responses is that loyalty to my team. And and I I think that loyalty, not for them to be loyal to me necessarily, but loyalty to, uh, you know, a, I think a combined mission, a collective mission, but also, you know, understand that I'm loyal to them.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And lastly, we've got one more question, but before I ask you, um, tell us a little bit more about how we can reach out, especially if we're local in Orange County, learning more about the Irvine Chamber or anything that you have coming up.
1: Yeah, thank you for that. So obviously our website, irvinechamber.com is a wealth of resources and we have um, access through a portal to our economic development resources, our destination marketing and destination Irvine resources and uh, uh, basic chamber resources. Um, and then you know follow us uh, or myself or the, the chamber individually um, on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook where uh, pretty prolific in our communications. Um, and so and then also go through the website and sign up for um, our newsletter, because I think that on a weekly basis comes out every Wednesday. Uh, you'll get one today. And um, we we think, and, and our feedback is that it's relevant information um, at the right time in real time.
0: Awesome. Very good. Thank you so much, Brian. So Please make sure to check out Brian, check out uh, the chamber. I know I'm seeing that some of the links are being popped in below, which is great. So if anyone's interested, you can click on the links below in the comments. And lastly, as you know, we're Rise Up For You. We're working with corporations and people around the world on enhancing culture and really developing these social and emotional skills. What comes to mind for you when you hear Rise Up For You?
1: <clears throat> well, I have a personal interest in Rise Up for you because, I as you know, we've had a conversation before. Um, you know, one of the concerns that I have, and I know that uh, a lot of CEOs and executive leadership across the business community, across the spectrum, are very concerned about the emotional intelligence and emotional welfare of their teams. Um, <clears throat> you know, the potential for a breakdown in company culture because we're all kind of acting remotely. Um, sometimes people might just get a little stir crazy, especially if they have uh, young children at home and that are not being able to go to yeah. school. Um, that, that is a universal um, problem that, or, or concern that I've heard, um, not just from, for myself, but for um, you know, like I said, CEOs across the board that are, are very, very concerned about their teams, um, especially younger members of their team <clears throat> that um, may not be as ingrained into the company culture of, of having some kind of a breakdown in in how the team operates and what product productivity looks like because of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and thank you, thank you for saying that. You're you're absolutely right. And uh, working remotely, especially you know if they're still hiring, which you just mentioned, there's a lot of companies that are still hiring. They're getting to learn the culture from a Zoom screen. So absolutely right. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Really, really appreciate your time. Um, All of those that are watching or that are going to watch later, please um, connect with Brian on LinkedIn, check out the Greater Irvine Chamber, learn more. I know they have a ton of events coming up, one coming up in March for uh, Women's History Month. So thank you again, Brian, for joining. And again, my name is Netta with Riser For You. Workplace Solutions Podcast here every single Wednesday, bringing amazing leaders and executives to the forefront to talk about workplace solutions. Have an amazing day. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Netta.